You know how sometimes you feel like you don't have any influence at all? I mean, absolutely zero power. And you know you have something to say. You've got something that will really help people. But you feel like no one's listening, so all your work doesn't matter. And you're never going to achieve your goals. And you're never going to have enough people working with you to get these things done. And sometimes these thoughts create a negative feedback loop. And you start to think nothing you do really matters. Hey, we all feel like that sometimes. So how can you gain influence with people? to pursue your purpose and make a difference. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Here's what you're going to learn. The importance of influencing others. The difference between manipulation, bad, and positive influence, good. And how to gain that positive influence with anyone. This is the podcast where you find your purpose and live your passion. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. You know, no one's really a self-made man. I mean, to pursue your purpose, to get where you want to go, to achieve your goals, to make a difference, you're going to need the help of others. There's just too much to do. And we live in such a connected world that if you try to do everything yourself, independent of everyone else, never making any connections, never making any friends, never networking with anybody, you're going to put a lid on your success very, very quickly. You need the ability to influence others if you want them to help you create your dream. Now, here's the key. I'm not talking about manipulating people to get what you want and saying whatever they want to hear so they'll do stuff for you. No, 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 no. That's wrong. That's immoral. I would say it's even evil. I'm talking about finding people who share your vision, who share your goals, and influence them to the point that they want to work with you, where you guys can work together so you both succeed and you enjoy each other, and you enjoy the journey. Positive influence. Now, obviously, you can just pay people to work for you, but if you ever work somewhere, and the employees are just, you know, punching the clock, working for the paycheck, I mean, the work gets done, kind of, but it's not inspired work. People aren't coming up with new ideas. They're not on board with your mission or your purpose. The owner of the company really only has as much influence with the employees as the next paycheck. There's a better way. And it's better for everyone. I saw a great speaker recently, and he was talking to us about parenting. And he said, you know, any influence you have with your children is dependent on the relationship you have with them. Good relationship, lots of influence. Bad relationship, very little influence. And that really resonated with me because I was thinking about my relationship with my dad. And when he and I were getting along well and had this really good father-son relationship, he had great influence over me. I mean, I hung on his every word. I wanted to learn from him. I wanted to be like him. I wanted him to be proud of me. But when a relationship was strained, I didn't care what he thought. I turned to my friends for advice and guidance on how to live and what to do. And, you know, that didn't usually end very well, but that's how it went. So back to the speaker, he was telling us how he had a very tough time in school. At the age of 13, he was tall. He was thin. I mean, sickly thin. So thin, he said, I couldn't even think about playing sports, which is kind of what I wanted to do, but no go. He also had horrible acne. He said, my pimples were as big as nickels. And you know how kids can be mean, especially in middle school. And he said every day, every day at school was just misery. But more mornings than not, his mom would stop him at the door just as he was about to leave. And she would look him in the eye and she'd say, son, I know it's hard for you right now, but I want you to know that I believe in you. I love you. God loves you, and he has big things planned for you. And because he had a great relationship with his mother, I mean, he really loved her, and they got along so well, 
Her words had great influence on him, and they carried him through the tough days. And he said later in life, those words would ring in his ears as he started to write the first of his 24 books. And they encouraged him as he preached to 8,000 people on the steps of our nation's capital. And his mother's relationship with him gave her great influence with him. And I think it's the same for every part of our lives. Our power, our influence is derived from the relationships we have with people, not from our title, not from some perceived power, not how much money we make. I mean, we've all seen the boss who has very little influence with his employees because she has a horrible relationship with them. Sure, she can fire them, but she can't get them to do their best for her. I hope you're enjoying this podcast, and if it resonates with you, will you do me a favor and give me the five stars on Spotify and a good review on Apple? It'll really help grow the show, get us really good guests, and it'll make me feel good. And how about the politician who becomes known for corruption and lying? I mean, who wants to continue to volunteer to help him win re-election? Not me. But when your family, friends, coworkers, followers, when they know you care about them, when you have invested in deep relationships with them, and when you cast a vision, a purpose, a mission, and they're all in with you, they're willing to run through brick walls for you. You ever been there? See, because you matter to them, they matter to you. True, caring, deep relationships give you great power and influence. How can you grow your most important relationships to have more influence and power for good than you've ever imagined? Well, I've got something for you classic book. It's got the blueprint for it. It's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Greg, that old book? Are you kidding? Come on. No, I know you're right. It's old. It's classic. But have you ever read it and then actually applied its principles day after day after day? Look, I know it was written a long time ago, and I know some of the examples are dated, but when I use these principles in that book, it works. People like me more. I have more influence with them. I make more friends. I feel better about myself. I get more stuff done. Oh, I see, Greg. So the book teaches you to manipulate people, right? I mean, don't you have any morals? No, no, no. That's not the book at all. See, the principles in how to win friends and influence people only truly work, especially for long haul, but they only truly work if you're being honest, if you're being authentic, if you're being genuine. You can't pretend to care about people. You can't pretend to listen to them. You can't pretend to be interested in them. That is wrong and immoral. And like I said, it won't work. What you have to do if you're really going to use this book and it's really going to work for you is you have to actually care about these people. You have to actually listen to them. And if you show that through your words and actions, then you're going to earn real friendships. And that leads to positive influence with them. And they get a friend who cares about them and is working with them toward a worthy goal or ideal. To me, that's a win-win. So I challenge you to read or listen to Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People and then study a summary of the principles. I've got a link to both in the show notes because if you just read it and put it away, nothing's going to happen. You have to read it, take in the stuff that resonates with you that you think you can do, and then start actively putting it into your daily life. And that's where the summary of the principles comes in because you can print these out. It's just a page or two, and you can highlight the ones you want to focus on and start using it with people and watch how your life changes. I'm telling you, just implement one or two of the principles in your daily interactions with people, and you will be amazed. Now, creating this podcast, talking to you about it right now, it's got me rededicated to doing this again because I let it slide. So let's do it together. 
let's re-listen to it or reread it and study the study guide and share what happens next. Email me about it. The link to my email is in the show notes. I really want to hear how it changes your life. So let's go over just a few of Carnegie's principles so you can get a sense of how powerful this can be. I mean, if you want more people to like you, it's really easy. You just have to actually care about them, be interested in them, and like them. Become genuinely interested in other people. That's one of the principles. Who doesn't like to have someone who shows an interest in them? Who doesn't want somebody to care about them? So how do you show interest? Pretty simple. Listen to them. Ask open-ended questions about them and their family and their interests and their work. And what I love about this is the more questions I ask somebody, the better I get to know them and the more I like them. And the more interested I become. It's really a cool feedback loop. And more than a few times, it's led to me doing business with them I didn't even know they did and making more friends and connections through them that I never would have had otherwise. It's almost magical. And it all comes from genuinely caring about another person. What? Yeah, here's another principle. Smile. Yeah, something as simple as smiling makes people like you more. Think about it. When you walk in a room and somebody catches your eye and smiles at you, it feels good. Aren't you instantly attracted to people who are smiling? It's a lot better than the people frowning all the time. And by the way, please, I don't want to hear this excuse. That's just my resting face. No, no, no. The angry resting face you can do something about. Put in a little effort, put a little smile on there, and before you know it, it becomes a habit. Carnegie said this, actions speak louder than words. And a smile says, I like you. You make me happy. I'm glad to see you. Yeah, it really does. Here's another principle. Remember that a person's name is, to that person, the sweetest and most important sound in any language. I'll tell you what, I know when someone calls me by my name, especially someone I respect or someone I don't really know that well, it really matters to me. I think, wow, they remember my name. I, I, I think I actually matter to them. Another principle is to be a good listener. Carnegie said, to be interesting, be interested. So to be a good listener, you have to encourage others to talk about themselves. Most people are rarely listened to. I mean, really listen to. Most of the time, we're kind of halfway listening. Our thoughts are drifting away. Maybe we're listening for what we might get out of it, or we're figuring out what we're going to say next and not listening as well as we could have if we were focused on them and trying to understand them. Most of the time, we're not thinking about their point of view and what they might need. But when you focus on the other person and you make eye contact and you genuinely care about what they're saying, and then you paraphrase back to them what they said to make sure you understand, like, okay, so I th what I think I hear you saying is, and they go, yeah, yeah, that's it. And then you ask open-ended follow-up questions. The other person feels heard, and it is wonderful for both of you. I mean, think about how many people pay psychologists really good money to listen to them once a week for just an hour. Disraeli said this, talk to people about themselves, and they will listen for hours. Another principle is talk in terms of other people's interests. Now, this is going to shock the person you're talking with because most of our conversations consist of people looking out for their own interests. And when you focus on helping them, you're going to stand out. You're going to be someone they want to talk with again. Remember, all of this has to be genuine. We are not manipulating anyone. You really want to help this person. That's the key. As Carnegie said, you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you.
And what's so cool about all this is that the more you do it, the more joy you have in your interactions with people, the more joy you have in life, the more friends you make, the more influence you have, and the more great things start to happen for you. It's almost like someone designed it this way. Help others, and more and more help comes to you. Let's go. I hope you're enjoying this podcast, and if it resonates with you, will you do me a favor and give me the five stars on Spotify and a good review on Apple? It'll really help grow the show, get us really good guests, and it'll make me feel good. 